0: This is the Two Guys Being Dudes Podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all.
1: What's better than this? Guys being dudes.
0: Jason, it is Saturday, October 14th. We're back. Two dudes being guys are back. Uh, One problem. I am being a complete R-word this week. I know some people out there might not want me to say the R-word, but I am being a retard this week. I have officially broken my car, and I have no wallet, uh, so I can't get a rental car because I don't have an ID. I am pretty much 15-year-old Jared right now, How's your, how's your week going, Jason?
1: My week's going pretty good. It's, uh, it has not had all the twists and turns that yours has.
0: Uh, Wild week.
1: Yeah, but this, uh, just for, I'm sorry it's taken us a while to get back on the podcast, but I know that uh, when you say you don't have a car and you don't have a driver's license, that must make your challenge for October pretty tough.
0: Well, here's the one thing about not having my ID. <laughs> I never need my ID. I need my ID for one thing when I need to get a rental car. Right. So the fact that – and by the way, you know how I lost my wallet? I've decided I threw it away. I, it's, I know it's in this apartment. And the only place that I didn't get to look was a, a, a trash bag that I took out the night. I had to throw my wallet away, which is just such a mortal blow because, A, the company that I use, they don't make that wallet anymore. And everybody knows that that wallet was Wallum – That little black wallet was perfect. And uh, there is one freeing thing. I can't go anywhere. I'm just stuck at my apartment, which actually is kind of nice. Like 15-year-old Jared, he's kind of lounging, watching some sports, doing this. Somebody wants to hang out. You got to come to me. You want to go somewhere? You got to drive. Or I can Uber. I'll admit that. So, But, yeah, no, uh, it's – It's wild, man. It it definitely... You just feel so dumb. Like, I just feel like a complete... I'm 34 years old, and I'm just 15-year-old Jared again.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I remember... It had to be probably... Oh, maybe five or six years ago? Maybe longer than that. It was the game of the century, Ohio State-Michigan. And we threw away the tickets to the football game. And so, for literally... A whole day, all we did was tear the entire house apart. We looked everywhere for them, couldn't find them. And I've never felt so dumb in my entire life. Like the most valuable asset that I possibly owned at that time were those two tickets to that game. But it turns out that you can just call in a favor and the box office will print off the two tickets for you. So my life wasn't in shambles after that. So at least that kind yeah. of worked out for me. I, I've i always feared losing my license. Uh, especially my biggest fear is losing my license when I'm traveling. And then yeah. I don't have my ID to get back on a plane. So I started yeah. carrying, you know, you can get those uh, passport cards, which are like your passport, but it's also, a, they have a passport card that's good for when you go to Canada. So you don't have to show the whole passport. I don't know why, but now I always carry that in my travel bag and plus my wallet. So that way I feel uh, no matter what happens, I can always have a, an out. But yeah, losing your wallets like losing your life. Well, that's the thing though. It only had three things in it.
0: My debit card, my ID, which, uh and a $100 gift card. You can never get that kind of shit back.
1: Oh, no, where was that, it today?
0: Oh, oh, I was so excited. No, it was just a Visa, a Visa 100- $100 gift card.
1: Oh. My
0: company was like, Jared, you're so good at your job. Here's $100. You can do whatever you want with it. You know what I did with it? I think I threw it in the trash, which is, hey, that's a baller move on my part. Uh, to talk about the October part, um, do we want to take a second to. Maybe uh, a
1: moment of silence, Jason? Uh, probably. I mean, I, the fact that October never really began, I don't know if we need to mourn it. <laughs> oh, whoa. whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. How many days did October, October last? began? Well, October 5th at like nine
0: o'clock, I met uh, Phil Rodriguez for some drinks. Okay. So it ended in like, five days. I was like, but here's the thing I was like, I'm not, I'm good. I don't need a drink. And I, I was like, what are you drinking? And he was like, CBC Bodie. Right. It was like the on-the-wagon wheelbarrow. It was The wheels were falling off. There was nothing I could do. If someone offers me a CVC, it's my buddy from New York. I'm drinking. I was like, you know what? It was a good run. I had fun. Well, more in all and, five days, huh? And I'll tell you this much. I drank a crap ton with Gus Johnson. Uh, that was amazing. Gus was cool. Um, he said, I'm part of the family now. Uh, when he was, decided he wanted to go to dinner, he dissed, like, uh, two other people, but told me I was going to dinner with him. Uh, note to that, I had already had dinner, so I had two <laughs> dinners in one night, but can't say no to Gus Johnson. Did you
1: drink at both of them?
0: Yes. Double ox over. Wait, hold on. Yes, yes, I had a really bad beer at the first dinner. I only drank, like, half of it. And then with Gus, I was I drank one of each Jeffersons, then had a Woodford, and then had a double Tito's and Water. And then me and his buddy, Scott, or his uh, like best friend. This is one of the greatest things of all time. Gus's best friend growing up is the, his spotter during the games. Nice. So they've just, yeah. They hang so, out all uh, day. Right. Yeah. So me and him went out for drinks afterwards. But uh, if everything lines up right, in two weeks, we're going to be having dinner with Gus and then uh, get him on the podcast. So he if said he was,
1: everything lines up all right. Well, okay.
0: Yeah. I I, I agree. guess we should talk about my Chicago Cubs. Yes, your
1: Chicago Cubs. We'll talk about
0: My your Chicago Cubs. Jason, if you'd like to tell the uh, audience with how your week's been going.
1: My week has been going extremely well, but incredibly nerve-wracking. Uh, as, as it's uh, postseason time in baseball, the Cubs are not quite as dominant as they were last year, but still a really good team. Uh, got to go to both games when they were here in Chicago. Went to Wrigley, sat in our seats. The first How many game, beers did you have, October? I had zero on game three. Shit. And I right. had one on game four when it was supposed to be game four, but then it got rained out. So I sat there, uh, got drenched, drank a green line, left the stadium, and then went and had a low country crab boil when the game should have been played.
0: I don't but, think I've ever had a green line, by the way.
1: A green line? Did we... When I was in Chicago, we we didn't drink we had three month at all. No, we had 312. Yeah. yeah. So we did a green huh. line. The guy came up to me, my beer guy, that you know it's bad when you're on a first name basis with your beer guy now. And he comes over. I'm sitting there. He goes, uh, Do you think we'll play today? And I said, I hope so. He goes, Well, we should probably have a beer. I said, Yeah, we should probably have a beer. So I always buy two for Well, Whoa, me. he drinks with you? Oh, yeah. So he keeps his cup by me. Yeah. So. It's, oh, well, my God. I've never thought of that. Oh, no, yeah. There's no way. It's usually you tune up, have a beer every once in a while with a guy. I haven't drank as much as normally, but this guy I bought. Sometimes I'll buy two beers from him and get one for my cousin and one for me. But usually if it's early enough, if I go in early enough, especially a lot of times I go early, put my headphones on, listen to a podcast, listen to Rick like Rogan, sip on a beer. He'll buy a beer and have it sitting next to me. He doesn't actually no, she... buy a beer. He just opens a beer next to me. Oh, <laughs> inventory I, control problem! But I think it's just old Wrigley feel. Well, no, I think what it is is he just takes it out of his tips, right? Because he just has to pay for his beer when he goes back to the stand. So if he's making made... oh, hold on, let's, let's hold on. Let's take one step back. Would you ever want to be a beer guy at a sporting event?
0: Like oh. he loves his job. Could you see the um, the enjoyment of having a job like that? The
1: beer guys. Some of the beer guys really enjoy it. Some don't. There's one hot dog guy that loves his job more than anything in the world. And I only get hot dogs from him. Yeah, he's funny because I think he's a huge sports fan, right? Hey, listen, some of the vendors, from what my understanding is, guys that had 10-plus years as vendors, they awarded them with a ring. Not the actual World Series ring, but a smaller version of the ring if he had 10-plus years. So they take care of their people there, right? So, yeah. Wow, I never knew I, I just don't think I could be a uh, bear hair. yeah yeah. I just don't know.
0: And that seems like a lot of back pain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. These guys. And what's funny is because you watch them walk the stadium. It, you always think, hey, there's my guy, He's in my section. But if you watch him, your guy can sometimes be like 10 sections away. You're just like, oh, it's amazing. Like I would think because he carries what maybe 60 beers in that thing. Right. 60, 70 oh. beers. He goes okay. up refills it would seem to me like it would only take a section or two to knock out 60 beers, but not everybody's raging and alcoholic. And plus I drink goose Island stuff. I don't drink that Budweiser stuff. I just don't do it. I think I had a bud heavy with you there once. Yeah. I think it's just cause let me guys. ask you this. Yeah. Would you, that would be one of the greatest jobs to quit.
0: So like, it's like game seven of the world series. You're a beer person. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I have an unlimited amount of beer here. Sure, they're going to get me in the long run. I'm going to get popped. I'm going to have to pay some stuff back. I would just sit my ass down and be like, I'm drinking some beers. Yeah, it's either- I, Somebody's had to have quit that way, being a
1: beer vendor, well, right? The good thing is that they stopped selling at the seventh inning, right? I don't know. Not That's a good thing. The, did you say not, good thing? A good thing for the guy selling the beer, right? Jason, it's called, it's called two guys
0: being dudes.
1: Uh, okay. You, you need to it's a good thing for careful. this guy. I'm, you didn't let me reference. It's a good thing for that guy because by the end of the seventh, he's – sitting down he's done working so he can, if it's a good game he can sit there and watch the rest of the game and not have the demands
0: but he I could disagree. probably also he... sit
1: down with whatever beer he's got left over and say hey you know the other thing i thought is he could short pour all of his beers right but yeah you short pour because they're taking out one of the big what is it is is it a 16 ounce can is that what that that's a two by four those yeah. are two by fours okay So a 24-ounce can, they're pouring it into like a 30-ounce cup because there's always like this much headspace free. So if you short poured like an ounce or two of every one of those, then at the end you could just pour yourself a nice one. But that's probably uh, the issue.
0: He's got to clear his – so he's got to work with the stadium though in the seventh inning to clear all the money to make sure everything's right. That takes a long time. Those guys don't just get to put their shit down. And just walk out and watch the game. They've no, got a they, lot of they like pay per analytics. Load.
1: No, they pay per load. That's what the guy told me. So, every oh, time they, so, you know, when he walks around, the guy owns all those beers, basically, at that point, right? Oh, shit. Because he's paid for them all. Then he sells them. He keeps his tips. He goes back and does it. And then at the end of the day, they get paid. Are there women beer tenders? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. There was a, a new girl, and she was tiny. I couldn't believe they had her hauling the beer around because you got to figure, yes, if you're carrying what? Let's say, I don't know, there's 60. But let's say there's 30 beers in that thing. 30, 24-ounce yeah. things strapped around your neck, hiking stairs the entire time. And she was like 5'1 carrying the stuff. I was like, wow. And she had Goose and Island. Now, so.
0: Oh, she had Goose Island. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: yeah. Well, and
0: that was talking Cubs baseball.
1: Thank you. No, but well, we do have to admit... <laughs>
0: Game five,
1: kidding, kidding. <laughs> game five game five and washington after the horrible game four which we just got rained on it was a crazy game game five was the most wacky craziest baseball game i've ever watched in my entire life uh there were there was an there was a four hitter sequence that has never occurred in baseball ever in that in a single inning and it's only occurred in <laughs> five times in the history of baseball. I saw the stat 2.7 million innings. It was been reviewed that this had never occurred in. And that was that there was an intentional walk. There was a wild pitch, a hit by a pitch and catcher interference all occurred within the same thing. And just remember those four things led to a run (laughs) and the Cubs won nine to eight. So it was a crazy, wacky ball game. It was heart attack worthy, but the Cubs move on, and so then again they play today against the Dodgers in L.A. I knew that. After the Cubs, after that crazy, wacky game, I don't know if you know this, their flight, they left after pouring champagne on each other. They left flying to Los Angeles. They got diverted because there was a medical emergency on the plane. We don't know who yet, and they were diverted to New Mexico where they sat on the runway for five hours. So... This, Are you serious? Yeah. So we don't know. This this Cubs team is short on rest and strong on will. So we'll have to see what happens.
0: That's uh how about Lester being so hammered?
1: That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> he had to be uh, drinking in the club. He had to be drinking during the game. We decided. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Good for uh, him. When you have so, cancer and you beat cancer and you come back and become one of the most valuable pitchers in baseball, you're allowed to drink in the dugout.
0: And you have like a pickoff move all of a sudden. It's pretty amazing
1: stuff. (laughs) His pickoff move is the move of a four-year-old girl playing Toss. (laughs) It's terrible. It's awesome.
0: Uh, So game five, I got psyched. I got my computer all set up, put it on the TV screen. I knew there was a football game going on at the same time. And then I turned everything off and went to bed. So, yeah. Uh, Cubs, though. Uh, It was awesome.
1: I know. As you wear that Cubs hat, I see it.
0: uh, From day one, man. I'm all Cubs. I'd like, to shout out,
1: I'd like to shout out to all of my loyal Cleveland Indian fans that have sprung up out of nowhere over the last two years and wish them a wonderful, wonderful congratulations for their dropping three in a row to the Yankees as well.
0: I, I have to say, I enjoy trolling. I think it's a very fun thing to do in a very nice way. I have absolutely positively owned Cleveland Indian fans for two straight years now. (laughs) I have boxed them in, they can't get out, and I am just dropping baloney on them. I I waited. As soon as I saw that LeBron James with the the hat, the Yankee hat, I saved it to my phone and waited three months. I was like, whenever they get eliminated, whoever eliminates them, it has to be the Yankees. I'm like, if it's the Yankees, I'm going to use this photo. It was it was like I saw the future. I was so proud, so proud to put that Instagram together and send it. And it didn't get that many likes. But I know every single one of my Indians fans saw it. And they're like, this motherfucker won't stop.
1: I, again, so. I just would like to say it was all those very kind Cleveland fans that gave the Golden State Warriors all the grief in the world when they came back from a 3-1 deficit to win that. And since they've given and delivered all that grief... Cleveland has lost 3-1 in the World Series and now has lost um, th- 2 nothing to uh, and the uh, NL, or I guess the ALC or DS. So good They've job, lost, Cleveland. The,
0: the, the Indians have lost seven straight game, dis- like deciding games. <laughs>
1: deciding games.
0: They're like, 0-7. That's awesome. You could just flip a coin and be like, that's impossible. And
1: I wouldn't feel so, that way. Listen, and I'm just saying this. Between us, I wouldn't feel that way. Between if, us, we're on a podcast. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> what I found interesting was I've worn my Cubs hat my entire life. I've been a Cubs fan. Me if too. anyone ever, yeah. If anyone ever asked what baseball team I like, you could go back to when I'm like five years old wearing my Cubs hat, right? I'm just photoshopped. Right. Photoshopped. But it's all these Indian fans that can't even tell me a single player that all of a were Indians fans. It happened back when Tommy and Albert Bell were playing. There were a whole bunch of Indians fans, especially in Columbus. I never saw an Indians hat anywhere until that team got good. And then last year, never saw an Indians hat until they got good. So those fair weather fans, good reddits. I'm so happy Cleveland gets beat. I'm sorry for the true, you know, diehard Indians fans that have season tickets and go all the time. It sucks. Being a Cubs fan, I can tell you what that's like. But, man, I don't. I don't. Uh, regret watching the pain on those people's face who jumped a bad wagon and litter my Facebook feed with Go Indians when I never saw one Go Indians post in the previous ten years. Sorry, oh, they I had that, that winning streak. Chest.
0: They did the Windians and they won twenty two straight. Yeah, it was nice that. to see. It was nice to see some Indians lose on Columbus Day. That was nice. <laughs> yes, and it was nice that the Yankees got rid of the Indians too. I, I love the subtle touch there. And I think that was it for Chief, Chief Wahoo. Yeah. I think that, I think the Indians officially are not going to have Chief Wahoo anymore on their hats. They might want to get rid I of it.
1: It's causing them some grief. No, they need Jobu. What was it? Yeah. Put Jobu, Jobu on there. Jobu. There That's go. who nice. you need. Nice. You
0: I I don't understand how the Indians don't have Jobu in the dugout every single game forever. Like, I, it's such an iconic thing. I, I love Jobu. Yeah, yeah, the Indians. Would you rather I, There's you know, that movie didn't get brought up. That's a hell of a movie right there.
1: Yeah, Major League. Awesome movie.
0: Major League is a a, a top-tier
1: You could rewatch. Oh, we never did. So good. We didn't do top 10 sports movies, did we? You would probably say Hoosiers and I'd yell at you. It seems like that happened at some point. That was top 10 movies. Oh, God. Or no, it wasn't sports movies. It may have been sports movies. Now you say it. Well, hold on. Let's do this. This is most important. This
0: three year run the Cubs are on right now. Yeah. What percentage of influence does it have to do with me jumping on board?
1: Oh, the huge. camp, the Camden bump, the Camden bump. Trust me, I, I mean, I tried for years to get them to win, and I got close a few times. But when you yeah. donned the Cubs hat, when I saw you shake off all your Reds gear and say, "I'm a Cubs fan," the boys rallied. I mean, look at this. I'll tell you this: when we walked into that
0: Pittsburgh stadium, right? I was like, "Hey, man, I kind of hope the Cubs win." When I had their fans rattled. Pittsburgh, And fans, I, was wearing, right. I was wearing no Cubs. Remember this. Right. I was wearing all Ohio State. I knew from that point on, my Cubbies were going to be World Series champions soon. And it was time for me. I, I, I single-handedly
1: influenced part of that game. There's no way around it. I did. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I yeah. just got the ball rolling. So we're working on the contract to extend your commitment to the Cubs. We're hoping we can sign you to a long-term deal. Know I will
0: never leave the Cubs unless another team I like wins a World Series. <laughs> I will tell you this. I, w- I, w- I will tell you this. Unless the so, Yankees win. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is. Oh, no. My buddy Chris will tell you. Like I, I text him every day. I'm like, I really hope it ends up being Cubs-Yankees. It'd be tough to see my team lose, but I'd be really proud of my boys for winning it. <laughs> and then, uh, I, so the do or die game five. I put up the little cubby bear and I was like, fly the W. Yeah. If the Cubs lost, I was going to put up a Washington Nationals W (laughs) and put fly the W.
1: (laughs) Curly W. Fly the curly W. (laughs) It's funny. Oh, I had
0: it all set up. Then I fell asleep in the third inning. (laughs) I was like, this is too, this is taking too long. Like, I, I can't, I can't watch this shit.
1: Well, I talked to Nick. I was like, all right, Nick. Because Nick says he's a, a Yankees fan, right? And he's been a Yankees fan for as long as I've known him. And I don't know why. But he owns the bar, right? And the bar has a huge contingency of Indians fans all come to his bar. So I was like, who do you really want to win? I was like, do you want the Yankees to win or do you want the Indians to win? And he's like, well, you know, the wallet would really wouldn't mind seeing the Indians keep winning. But his heart was rooting for the Yankees. So, the Nick is such a Yankees out. fan. Oh, He's yeah. such
0: a Yankees fan.
1: Oh, huge. He's got
0: always got the stubble. Yeah. He's always got that like I don't know. We need to put some gold chains on that dude and put a wife beater on him. Oh, he wears them
1: just at home. He tries to keep it in around. a
0: cheater uniform and just start just be like, dude, just ship him to the Bronx. <laughs> Gallows has a new restaurant in the Bronx. <laughs> Nicky from the block.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nicky from the block. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I need someone to Photoshop that. I need oh. to Photoshop that to someone's head.
1: That would be awesome. All That's right. a new ad. Great.
0: All right. So our team's traveling. We're, we're going to LA. We're in the series of the Dodgers. Probably right. the best team left in can, this whole Can thing. I tell you
1: the coolest thing about this? Just for being a local Chicago guy, my cousin's friend, who has season tickets that we also sit with, we all decided we should sit at a place together and watch the away games. So he mm-hmm. goes, hey, there's this little pizza place up by my house. So, now we have literally found the best viewing spot for Cubs games. It's a busy place, but not super busy. It's all locals. It's called Michael's yeah. Pizza and Tavern. They had the best deep dish pizza in Chicago. I'm telling you. Really? And it's, What's it called again? It's called Michael's Pizza and Tavern. Michael's Pizzeria and Tavern. It's uh, just a little north of Wrigley. So, it's like, uh, I don't know, four miles from here. Three or four miles. It takes... Uh, a 10-minute Uber ride or, you know, 45-minute walk or something like that. But, oh, it's awesome. And since we've all been sitting there together, the Cubs are undefeated. So if you're looking for me tonight, I'll be at Michael's Pizza and Tavern. But I'm going to get there a little early because the Buckeyes kick off at 630 here local time. So going to watch Ooh, watch a little okay. bit of those Bucks playing the arch rival Nebraska Cornhuskers. Isn't this weird? Like we're somehow
0: like in the division with Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I mean, I I can't get up for a game. It's just like when we play Maryland, like yeah. Rutgers. I'm like, can we get to a team that I've hated that I used to watch on right. Channel Ten when like we were just on like local local network crap. Right. Like these ga- I, I get why the Big Ten had to do what it did. and It got us a lot more money. Like they're like pumping this game up. I'm like,
1: Nebraska sucks. It's a shame that it's not the Nebraska of the eighties.
0: Right. No, that's what I'm saying. But you can't, you can't recruit in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing there. Not anymore. Kansas would be good. Nebraska would be good. You're in the middle of nowhere. That's Iowa's good because they corn fed offensive linemen that they get. And they have like stud uh, linebackers. Right. That's why they're always good. Right. Now, let me ask you this though. Buckeyes on the road, laying 24 and a half. Yeah. What is your prediction today? What are you seeing?
1: Yeah, you know, I I, I like that line. I thought when, you know, I'm sure you do the same thing when you look at it. And before you see the line, you always try to guess it yourself where you put it at. And I figured it would be about 21 to 22. um, Just the way we've been rolling points and how awful Nebraska's looked. But let me tell you, a night game on the road. I'd take Nebraska in the line in this game. Um, I, I, like that score. I, huh? You yeah. My score? score in this game is, uh, 17, Nebraska Buckeyes 30.
0: All right. We're really close. I'm 40. I'm 49, 17, 49. 17. I think we're yeah. bombs over Baghdad. I think we're like, we know now that Oklahoma lost, it's about points yeah. and we've got to put points up that Oklahoma loss opens so many. And Clemson. Sorry. Clemson's I didn't even lost talk about last night. Yeah. The hell is that punter thinking? That fake punt. You are a more if I was a punter, I would be so freaked out to mess up. The last thing in the fourth quarter down, I'd be like, I'm gonna try to throw a 30-yard pass. Dude, you're the punter. Right. You are the fucking punter. Punt the ball. Just punt the ball. That's it. I kicking and punting is so frustrating in the NFL. I'm gonna get I'm gonna jump to the NFL real quick. How was it? And let's talk about quarterbacks too. How is it there's only like 15 guys good enough in this? entire nation world. to play these
1: three positions. And the entire world to be Yeah, active. I think
0: punter I think punters are getting better actually. Kickers can't make extra points. Quarterbacks, I mean
1: well just look things. at the Browns.
0: Just look at the Browns alone.
1: First thing we have to realize they move the kick back further, right? So point yeah, after is but, only, I understand, but that's still gonna have an effect. Where before it was anybody I mean, any golfer can hit a two foot putt ninety nine percent of the time but it's the pros that can hit a five foot putt 99% of the time. So I think that's kind of the play there on some of those on the, but I have to, I think punters are getting better, especially college punters are freaking phenomenal now. Uh, so how that translates to the pros, you know, I don't know why there would be a huge significant change. Cause you would think the, your protection would be as good, if not better in the pro. Uh,
0: but pro no, pro the, or in college, it doesn't matter who's downfield. You can punt, right? In professional football, you can't do that. So there's a big difference in the rugby style punting and stuff like that. True, true. That's a good. Let thought. me uh, let me ask you this: How do you feel about our chances of getting in this
1: dance right now? Do you think the Buckeyes are just <sighs> Not good. still
0: odd man? Yeah. I, I don't
1: think we're good at all. Yeah, I because I, I, I you know I love the Bucks, I do. But even in the blowout games that we're winning, I still see lots of mistakes being made. Special teams is going to be an issue, as we know. Um I, I but, just, we,
0: but we're a late-season we're a late season team. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of how Urban knows how to like set it up this way.
1: We're a late-season team that can't seem to put it all together at the very, very end. Uh, our last game hasn't been too good for us in the last couple of years. I understand. I mean, that
0: Clemson team beat Alabama. And right. by the way, I think the reason we don't get in 38 nothing is on our resume, even though they say they don't look at last year, they're not thinking of the future, they're only going to look at what's in what front of you. What's screwed us? I mean, 38 is going to be stuck in those people's heads.
1: and then to get then Oklahoma to get beat. I mean, I wouldn't, I could have seen us, our chances better if Oklahoma was undefeated going all the way through to see us picking up the four seed.
0: I disagree. I, I, I think really? it's actually better for us because they can't play that play in game. You got Wisconsin right now, just blowing everybody out. They're five and are not blowing everybody out, but they're five and zero. They don't play anybody. Oh, they got Michigan, which yeah. I know means like they got and nobody. <laughs> oh my god! Here, all of a sudden, you're going to start talking Iowa here in a second. I'm not
1: talking Iowa. I'm just saying Michigan's <laughs> not a a. I, I hey, listen, Iowa I know, made, had a hell good. of a game last week, and they made a great comeback. They were, I think, they were down like I, at one point they were down seven or ten points, and they came back and won that game by like. 20 something I was going to be tough I know you don't think so but I still think it's going to be tough if you would have
0: told me that we're going to start a podcast and at certain points you would just be totally just talking Iowa I'd be like that podcast is never going to happen that's not possible so
1: well listen wow. I, I, again I'm not I still think it's a trap game for us because we're going to be coming off Penn State here's the issue Iowa will not be an issue if we get beat by Penn State but if we beat Penn State Iowa could be an issue uh, this Penn State game is for, starting to become the biggest game that I've seen at, that has been at home in the last few years. That was really...
0: Uh-oh.
1: Oklahoma. No, I understand, but I'm talking about in-conference play, all of oh. the pieces that are falling. Penn you State played Michigan dominant. last
0: year to make... What? We just... We, we played Michigan last year to make it to the CP, or C, right. CFP final.
1: I understand, but to me, this Penn State game is huge. I guess I've been so uh, disconnected from Michigan being good that it, those games haven't ever seemed to be anything to me. I mean, I know the rivalry and all there, but I just complete have expectations that we're going to win every time we beat Michigan. Uh, Bro, that game went in a double overtime. I, I understand. I'm just saying that this game to me, the buildup prior to the game right now to me is this Penn state game is huge. Uh, and, and I think it's good. Do you think, when the line comes out on the Michigan or the Penn State, Ohio State game, what do you think that's gonna look like? If everybody wins out, right? If we win out this week, we have our off week, right? And then, you know, if Penn State is still undefeated when it comes to that, what do you think? Are we favored in that game?
0: OSU. It'll open like OSU
1: given three. You think it'll shift then to the money yeah. onto Penn State? Yeah, big time. Yeah, I did too. So
0: I think it'll 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 hang around that area and then it'll flip. If anything it'll flip to the other side, it won't be any higher than that. Yeah. You got but I mean we we owe Penn State a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that we we need to pay. We got some sins that we need to come back on Penn State. I I feel like we're gonna beat Penn State. Okay. I think we're gonna have that JT brisket, uh freshman year, sophomore year kind of game from him in that game. I think when it's under the lights, I don't know, though, man. They're running back. I'm withholding my
1: pick. I'm still not certain. I, I, I'm not, oh, I could I'm,
0: change my mind very yeah, soon. Yeah,
1: I'm not confident to even.
0: Uh, so. Speaking of betting, um, Jason, can we have another moment of silence? Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Jared is officially gone broke. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the I, uh, Everybody might not know this. I give myself a little bit of uh, money. I play some bets here and there. And then I'll make major moves on major games that I like. Um, in October drunkenness, um, I told everybody all the games I was betting, and I was telling the two hammer games that I was going to bet. And they, the two teams combined for, I think, seriously, like 14 turnovers together. Um, the one team dropped a game-winning touchdown with seven seconds left that would have won it for me. Um, so I am officially not betting until week eight of the NFL. I am on a hiatus. The sad wow. day. Wow. I awesome. haven't had this happen to me in four years. Well. This is, this is I always make it to week eight, and then I give myself a little bit more cash, and that's when I start to get on my roll. And this year I, I, I saw two games. I liked them analytically, looked great, and, uh, yeah, sucks. But, hey, you know, I get to watch just football for the fun of it this weekend, so not all that you're... bad. And, and I can pay all my bills. It's great.
1: That's good. And you know what you also won't be betting on? What? Uh, the World Cup chances of Team USA.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. The wheels have come off the train. Orange slices and fucking Capri Suns for everybody. What the fuck? Dude, did you even know they were playing?
1: No, no clue.
0: I, no- I just looked at Twitter and I'm like, what the hell is USMTNT or whatever? I was like, oh, the men must be
1: playing. So I thought I was it was like tennis. Her- I'm always thinking that's tennis where the T's thrown in there. <laughs> what a fucking joke. At one point, I saw they were like, like, I just saw they had some great victory and they had a 97% chance of being in the World Cup. And I was like, okay. oh, it was if you would have bet $100 on everything that happened, you would have won 9000 Wow. That's
0: yeah. how improbable. But here's the thing it makes no sense. I, so I have like two friends that like, like soccer. So I called one of them and I was like, you got like five minutes to explain to me what the hell happened. And all he was saying was, if we would have got a draw, uh-huh. everything would have been Gucci.
1: In any of those Here's games, my, right? Were there yeah. two other games going on, too? Yeah,
0: but, I mean, if we, barring those games, oh, we could have lost and still found a way in. So, barring those games, if we would have just drawn and just kicked the ball around to ourselves for 90 minutes, we'd have won. We'd have got in. <laughs> what are you doing? This, you're the dummy. Why are you trying to score goals? Just hold on to the ball. Like, just play prevent, like, I mean, do they actually
1: try to score goals? Because I've I've never watched. I don't know.
0: It looks that way. 0% chance I I watch them in the World Cup. I ain't watching other than that. But I'm just saying, like, I've played FIFA enough to know that you just attack a little bit, kick the ball in the midfield, and then kick it to their dude. Don't try to score. Just try to run the clock out. What are you thinking? Like, it's so stupid. If the Patriots knew, I always go back to the Patriots. If the Patriots (laughs) knew all they had to do was get a field goal, I don't think the Patriots would be like, we got to win by 21. They'd be like, okay, let's strategically think of the way they can get us through the easiest way. Instead, they're just letting us... Trinidad and Tobago? What? Are you fucking kidding me? I thought that
1: was a luggage company.
0: I (laughs) I, I know it just because of the World Cup and seeing these teams every once in a while. It's just... It can finally put to bed all this soccer shit. It can finally put it to bed. The World Cup is fun as fuck to watch. When USA plays Mexico, I'm all in. I love watching... Oh, by the way, did you see the goal that knocked us out? No. Oh, my God, Jason! This is no joke. The dude kicks the ball over the goalie, okay? Mm-hmm. It hits the post at such an angle that it ricochets back, hits the goalie in the back of the head who hasn't moved and goes in the net, and that's what th- that was the end of it. I'm like, that is u s a soccer to the to the team wow
1: that's, yeah i I guess all of this would really matter if I cared. I just find it kind of funny. I'm not a huge soccer fan at all. But it is kind of embarrassing. Like, what is it? Since '86, we haven't. It was the last time we didn't make it in the World Cup, and mm-hmm. and they made this big commitment to getting us in. I don't. I don't know enough about it. It's funny when some country that has like 27 people ends up fielding the team that knocks us out of the World Cup.
0: Like Iceland made it. and Iceland has like nobody. Wow. That's but then too- again, I mean, the world—it's their game. It's just not our game. So it's like shoot, the women are amazing. I mean, the women—they're so they're much fun Let's make so this statement to, though:
1: the world has caught up in every other sport that wasn't their game, and it's no. now their game. Like even in basketball, right? It was the what world. What are you talking about? Huh? The world hasn't caught up to us in basketball. Well, the world's caught up to us in basketball. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the Olympics. They're, they're competitive. Don't, we don't even send our best players. They're competitive. Yeah, we do. We send our best players that want to play. LeBron it, LeBron's not even playing. LeBron's played in so many Olympics that it's not even. Yeah, a,
0: but it's not. And we whoop them. We've got all the. Since we started sending our best players and we got rid of the, the AI generation, nobody's catching up to us. We yeah, whoop everybody. The, they've improved substantially in the game. I agree with that. But right. the, you're saying the world cut up. In all sport. They no, don't play but We haven't
1: caught We can't even make it to the world's biggest tournament now in soccer. And we're one of the largest, most powerful countries in the world, and we can't even make it to the tournament
0: because nobody gives a shit about soccer. Uh, that's the the uh, soccer fans. No, but there's are millions the same people that make all the noise about Trump, whatever Trump does. Right? They're just oh, uh, they always want to bring stuff up constantly and try to. They're the loudest people, so they make it seem like soccer's important. Soccer's not fucking important at all. D- name, this is no joke. Name three soccer teams in the MLS other than the Columbus Crew.
1: There is uh, there's the, the LA Galaxy Fire, in Chicago Fire, the New York Red Bulls. The I don't
0: think they're called the Red. I think,
1: I yeah, don't know. yeah the Red Bulls. I think
0: Seattle has a team. There's Sounders, the, Sounders, maybe,
1: yeah. and there's Washington, Portland, something or another. I have no, no but, idea.
0: And, and we love sports. It's aimed at us. We watch football games where they show commercials for this shit, and I'm like, I'm there's a zero percent. I'll never watch MLS soccer like. The crew made the final, and i like, oh, I'll watch this. And, like, in the first minute, the crew, like, gave up a goal, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go get a sandwich. Like, I'm, I just can't. I don't. Now, I love the World Cup, though. When you're playing on that level for what they're playing for, that's awesome.
1: But it's not an, it's just not an American thing to me. Well, I agree. Not an American thing, and I think it's kind of funny. So, to see the we Indians not, get knocked out. I talked
0: out. soccer for a long time. Yeah. That was it, guys. hope you enjoyed it. That's oh, about- I, by the way, my favorite thing ever in soccer – um, Diego Maradona for Argentina got busted for cocaine, and he kicked a goal. And then he acted like he was sniffing the uh, the white line, the, the out of bounds line. <laughs> that is the ultimate. I don't give a shit that I just got busted for cocaine. I'm the greatest soccer player alive. Move, and I I really enjoy that. Wasn't his team
1: pay? Wasn't his team being sponsored by Pablo Escobar? Wasn't he one of the? No, that's guys? Col- that's Colombia. He's Columbia. Argentina. Oh, okay, hey,
0: I well, know some enough. soccer. Look at take us? That's my squad. I'm an Argentina guy messy baby we got messy so all right jason there's something i want to talk about (laughs) this is this is so big to me and if once again if anybody sees my instagram you'll see i'm talking about it the boy scouts of america have decided to open their doors to girls i'm gonna go on the i'm gonna go on one side i understand that they want to do more activities the guys do and i get all that but get the hell out of here this is stupid The Boy Scouts of America is the Boy Scouts of America. You leave it alone. They have the Girl Scouts. They have the cookies. We have the Pinewood Derby cars. We've got the cool patches. It's like the same guys that I played baseball with were in my Boy Scout troop. There was like six cool guys, and then there was like two guys who were like, that guy eats paste. Like, they're really weird. But you get to know so many different people in the Boy Scouts. It's just such a great opportunity. Camping. Uh, you just learn a lot about life with the Boy Scouts. And I just don't like them opening the doors for the women like this. It's like there's just, they want to make everything equal. They want to make, it's just some things it's like leave it alone. Just leave this one slice of Americana alone. Be prepared for everything else to fall apart. Be prepared.
1: Well, I, I, I don't, it's going to be real hard to argue the other side of this argument, right? So if I was destined to have to take this side, I'm supposed to sit here and go, well, you know, Uh, in today's world things have changed and that girls and boys are more the same than ever. They're actually identical. There's nothing different with boys and girls. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Right. I'm a hundred percent with you. I don't understand this because what I don't get is I thought the boy scouts and the girl scouts were under the same. I always thought they were under the same governing body that I did too. But they're not. They're totally, completely different organizations that don't interact or talk together, apparently. Did you know the Boy Scouts tried to start selling cookies? That would be a decent move. But Oh, dude, the Girl
0: Scouts were like, fuck this shit. And set, they shut it down. They have a power they have power over that stuff, man. They're like, You're not doing that. It so how happening. do the Boy they
1: Scouts did- make money? Like the Girl Scouts are rolling in dough. I mean, their cookies are used everywhere, including like, I mean, they're in, like, third-party products. Like, Dairy Queen has a, you know, a, a Blizzard with a Girl Scout cookie in it. Kit yeah. Kat makes Kit Kat bars after the, the the Girl Scout cookies. So, they're rolling in dough. So, how do the Boy Scouts make money? Is it is it funded? I don't
0: know. Like, I... Like how the I, fuck do they make? I remember when I was a Boy Scout, we did some cake sales. But we didn't do, like, <laughs> enough cake sales to, like, do anything. Oh, man, bake I'll tell you off. what. Oh man, we had some dope. We had some dope uh, sports ones back in the day. Watch out now, my Ohio State helmet cake. Woo!
1: But that it, was good too. But honestly, let's think about this. Wouldn't be smarter? Like, if I'm a guy, I want to go join the Girl Scouts because they got all the money. All the chicks are there. I mean, that. Yeah, where but, I you're, a bull, hang
0: but out you're saying to. if I'm a guy, but all you're a boy. You're like seven or eight. You're like you just want to hang out with their dudes and throw rocks at girls.
1: I, I understand that, but so like I don't understand why we have to like. Where there, I saw like an interview with one girl who was distraught that she couldn't join the Boy Scouts, but I didn't know if somebody told her that there were the Girl Scouts and she could go do that.
0: Why can't they just be like, Hey, every once in a while, like, so let's just, I don't know how often Boy Scouts hang out. Let's just say it's every single week. Like, let's just say they have a meeting every week. Why can't at once a month, the boys and Girl Scouts do something together? Hang out
1: together. That's exactly right. Cause you know, that's unity in the community, but you
0: don't need that handkerchief. That you can't have a girl wearing the Boy Scouts gear, like it's called Boy Scouts. Like either wreck the name, blow the whole organization up, and just have Scouts,
1: or leave this alone. Well, let's just go leave it at, alone. Look at a more local level, right? When I went to school, high school in Columbus, there was the Columbus Academy for boys, mm-hmm. and then there was CSG—that was a Columbus mm-hmm. School for Girls. Okay. After Wellington opened, they all suddenly the Colum- the uh, academy started to let girls in so it had both sexes but the columbus school for girls never at least to my knowledge let boys in yeah so basically what we're saying is anywhere that there's an organization that's based around the penis must be infiltrated by women but the women's organizations can continue to be women's organizations because the men don't seem to want to infiltrate that prior to this the columbus academy for boys and the CSG would actually do dances and stuff as a two schools together. Right. But since that's occurred, they don't do that anymore. (sighs) So I don't, it's further isolating the women in their groups and making it no such landing place for men. So on the guys being dudes podcast, I would like to call bullshit on all of this. And I think the boy Scouts should absolutely put their walls back up and say, if you don't have the, proper born with chromosome makeup. You're not joining this group.
0: I'm going to make a proclamation. We already pulled OJ Simpson's guy being dude card, right? Boy Scouts of America. I'm pulling yours too. It's fitting. It's absolutely
1: fitting. I agree completely.
0: They're out. I'm sick of this shit. This has to stop. And I'm drawing. This is where I'm just finally, I say real quiet on this shit. This is where I'm finally putting my foot in the sand. I'm drawing a line. I'm having a beer in October just to fight back on the, uh, just finding a reason to drink there but fighting back and jason follow up question what's your favorite girl scout cookie
1: Ooh, i i like the uh i can't think of the name right now the coconut i don't ones. know what they're called the coconut oh ones. i'm out
0: samoas yeah samoas
1: i, I like samoas is that what they really are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Here,
0: my favorite this is no lie and i think you'll laugh at this cuz it probably happened at your place my favorite girl scout cookie is the one I don't pay for. But someone's like, hey, man, I bought too many of these. You want something? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> and I that get, like, happened at like, yeah. Oh, that definitely. I remember one time we like we got really hammered. You like went upstairs a little bit. And I had like 18 thin men. So I was like, I don't know. I think Deuce and Dexter got into them. I don't know. I was like putting crumbs around them. I'm like, what are <laughs> dogs doing, man? These hey, dogs are out of control.
1: <laughs> on a more serious note, I've got a business uh, opportunity here, I think, that we're missing and that we need to take advantage of. I think we need okay. to create the LGBT Scouts. Oh, or that the ra- you know, the what, Rainbow Scouts, alone. or something like that. The press alone. Yeah, I mean, press alone. We'll get a few people. We'll get we'll get some interesting young people to sign up with us, and then we got to have something we're selling. So, what's the proper thing to sell if you're the Rainbow Scouts or the LGBT Scouts? I don't. I'm gonna just pass. Really? I'll text,
0: I'll text you my ideas later on, but okay. I just don't want to put That might public. be a
1: segment for later on. Because I was thinking flavored waters, but I don't know if that really is going to be very well received.
0: I'm going to transition
1: <laughs> to something a little different here. Okay.
0: The Craig, God bless his soul, came up with a really funny idea. And I am all in on this. I don't know when we do this. We get a group of dudes together and have a Pinewood Derby contest.
1: Oh, I saw that. I saw the uh, back and forth. That's Absolutely. That's the L- we oh could have God. the uh, guys being dudes first annual Pine Derby contest.
0: Hell yeah. yeah. So
1: I've already looked it up. Like a Pinewood
0: Derby car is like six bucks. Well, all we got to do is figure out what the regulations have to be. Or we just say, you can do whatever the hell you want. And then we got to figure out how to, the, the ramp. I don't know how we do the ramp.
1: There's got to be a place that has, can't we just do it on a road?
0: The Boy Scouts of America. They actually have a store. But we're boycotting them.
1: Yeah. Shit. Yeah, they, we pulled their card.
0: Yeah, can't walk in there at all. Probably a bunch of girls in there. I you know, there's that
1: big hill where people go sledding over uh, that park off of Goodell. You know what I'm talking about? But we, we, get...
0: but, we don't, but we don't need something on. We need to do it at a tailgate.
1: Yeah, but I was going to say, oh. But that, that hill's not nah, that, that steep. Work this year. Well, yeah. Huh. That's a good idea. We'll have to keep building. If any of our listeners have any ideas, they could send them to us. Can yeah. you use cardboard and lay like cardboard down and tape it up to make the course?
0: No, because you've got you to have it so it locks the wheels in. That's the key. Oh, is that Because you, yeah, you don't want one track to be better than the other. Ah. By the way, I don't want to toot my own horn, but in fourth grade, I won. And I still have that car. I might just ask my mom for that car
1: and use it. It's undefeated. The fact that you still have the car is amazing.
0: I'm my only child. Come on, man. My mom's got, she's got tubs and tubs of my shit, bro.
1: I'm praying that your mother listens to this and she takes everything and throws it away. Just she has see- my
0: Boy Scouts. Oh, I asked her. She has my Boy Scout shirt.
1: Oh my God. I was in the bro. Boy Scouts. I was in the Cub Scouts for like an hour. That's like... I
0: what? was a Weeblow. I got all the way... No, I got the... Be- Wolf Bear Weeblow? I don't know, man. I get- I- Here's, the only- Here's the only things I really remember. Pinewood Derby. Victory. Boom. Uh, this dorky kid, when we went to camp, hit him in the head with a pillow, knocked him out. Boom. Oh dude. I hit this kid so hard. He, he like lifted in the air, like hit his head on the side of the bed out done. He couldn't do anything. And like number three, uh, we were out on the ice and a kid fell through the ice and I was like, dude, boy Scouts is crazy. I love this shit. Yeah. So that's about it. Oh, and a kid got hit with a bow and arrow once, but it like only like hit him. It didn't stick in. It just like hit him. But they were definitely like, safety first. And this kid was like, Dwah! and just shoots this kid right in the arm. <laughs> so funny. Boy Scouts is the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> Maybe we do need some women in
1: there. <laughs> really? Straighten that shit up.
0: <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, by the way, quick one uh, for your Chicago fans who are listening. What do you think of the 10 God? Are you happy? The what? You're 10 God,
1: your new quarterback. Oh, yeah. Trubisky? Yeah. I think uh, – I, I think uh, – I
0: love this dude. I, I love this dude.
1: I like his attitude. Uh, I love the, the two-point conversion. It was awesome.
0: Oh, uh, greatest <laughs> NFL play of the year. Yeah. Hands down, number one play. I, if you can make grown male adults go, oh, whoa, what? Yeah, Who yeah. has the ball in right. the NFL? You've done – hats off to your offensive coordinator. That is one of the best play designs I've ever seen in the NFL.
1: I just wanted to know, wonder how long they practiced that and what they oh, were it was practicing. Sil- <laughs> it, this is no
0: joke. That play looked like liquid water going off a waterfall.
1: Yeah, it was like, perfect. Wait,
0: liquid water going off – how about just water going over a waterfall? Not
1: ice was, off of a cliff? All right.
0: It was – it was just – it was silk. Yeah. It looked like – it looked like – A ballet like the other players knew what to do too on the defensive side. It was a shocking play in the NFL. I loved it. It I loved
1: it. Yeah, we're happy. We're happy with making some strides here. It's Chicago's a great sports town, right? So, anytime because the other day, I mean, literally the Cubs were playing, there was a uh, preseason Bulls game going on, and the Blackhawks were playing. It's awesome. And then the Bears played Monday night, so it was. It's just awesome. I love being in this city. So that's the next thing we gotta do yep. is uh, hit a Bears game. So I'll do that. Let's talk draft. We're at the, the dude's uh, draft. Yeah, the dude's draft. This is an interesting one. Why don't you you uh, go ahead and tell everyone what the topic is?
0: So due to me uh, talking to Jason um, off the show, and I'm like, I'm definitely gonna drink. Like it's just gonna happen. Uh, we wanted to do a draft of the top. Five reasons to drink am i saying that correctly jason
1: yes that's what we had originally intended this draft to be the top five reasons to drink
0: now here's what here, here's what me and jason talked about before the show yes this is very vague so when he says something it could steal ours but you're the idiots listening to us talk so jokes on you so we're just <laughs> going to do it this way <laughs> like we think some funny stuff's going to come out of this, so we hope you guys enjoy it. Or this could be only...
1: absolutely awful.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it could be completely awful. Just wait till you see who's in the net worth game. <laughs> that's, even, that's even
1: worse. Oh, that's bad.
0: Uh, we're bringing that back, by the way. A little, uh,
1: little prelude for Can we also do a Big Brother two-minute rundown?
0: Uh, we could do it right now. Okay. Celebrity? You ready for Celebrity? Yep. That, that was talking Big Brother. Cool. Uh, here's the big question. I always forget like who drafted first.
1: Uh, let time. me go look. Episode fourteen's picks were Favorite <laughs> Favorite animals. Shit, I you, went first. You went no, first. you went no. You I went, went go, first I and, and you took otters.
0: <laughs> All right. Jason, do not steal my fucking pick. I will be pissed.
1: Well, the number one reason for me to drink is a sporting event slash tailgate. Yes! <laughs> I figured that'd be safe. I wouldn't take yours, right? Absolutely, Uh, from the dawn of time, when man has gathered around to watch men compete, alcohol is involved. Uh, And it has been involved in mainly every sporting event I've attended in the last 20 years. Uh, Sometimes it's a whole lot. Sometimes it's a little. Sometimes it's blackout. Sometimes it's a sip. But no matter what, whether it's a tailgate, your sporting event, if you're at your local pub watching your favorite team play, if you're sitting in a parking lot, you've got alcohol and you're drinking. And it's the let easiest you, excuse. Let me ask
0: you this. Yes. What is your favorite, like, is it a day baseball game, a college football game, like actually at the sporting event, not on your couch, actually at the sporting event where you're just like, I'm about ready to put my hand on a CBC Bodie or right. whatever you want and it's going to be ice cold where would you want to be sitting at
1: so the strangest thing is the the most enjoyable time that I've always had my first drink was tailgating Ohio State football early mornings when no one's there when it was like you and me uh and my brother uh Zach, yeah. Nick once in Excuse a while me. fart man, I fart, don't man. Say fart man but. Those were my favorite, because when we just sat around and said, well, it's time to have the first one, there was something when no one else was there, like uh, the old kegs and eggs for Michigan games, the very first one, I love those. That, to me, is my favorite time that only beats out my second favorite time, which is the very first beer in an afternoon game at Wrigley. Well, that's the... Tailgating is not a sporting event. Right. All... Excuse me. <laughs> well, well hold on. we've made it some serious sporting events. <laughs> I've,
0: I've had some, yeah, I've had some fatigue factors at a couple and some flimsy championships. I was going to say games. some
1: flimsy championships. There's more going on in the parking lot than there ever was in the horseshoe.
0: <laughs> I think you might find, okay, so yours is a day baseball game at Wrigley. You're going to find mine to be a little off, I think. You're going to be like, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by that. Oh, you mean at My- the actual
1: event when you're talking? Yeah, so for me, Yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like, and it's not even close. My favorite Friday afternoon at the memorial. Okay. Like yeah. you get out on the, it's just so beautiful. It's so peaceful. God, I mean, Jack Nicholas, it's such amazing a job out there. Everybody's off work on a Friday, so it's like, ha, ha, ha. like ha, ha, ha. everybody's going to the bogey afterwards, and they only like the, the first thing I get is a Heineken, and that first cold Heineken. Even when we went to that uh, the U.S. Open for the old dudes, the old mm-hmm. fogies. Yeah. That was, it was two hundred degrees out, and we got that first beer, and we're like, okay, we can stay another half hour.
1: Right. Right.
0: I like that crisp beer right there. No, I. All right, that's fine. So, yeah. So you cheated and took all sports. Okay, so moving on. Uh, my number one reason to drink is so fucking easy, and I wish I could do it again. Underaged.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> nice, <laughs> dude. When you were setting the plans up yeah. to
0: underage drink, it was. Double O Seven shit. You're like hey,
1: yeah. like,
0: Go, Brandy's mom's leave it at seven. My dad gets home at eight thirty. We'll sneak over, get the beer out, and you're like, you're on a mission. You're rolling around bushes, or you end up knowing somebody who can get you beer. Right. When you finally had friends going to college, that was amazing. First time I went to OU, I didn't even know what Halloween was. I thought everybody just dressed up and kind of like hung out of people's houses. I was hammered. They take me to Court Street. I saw an Indian punching a clown. <laughs> <laughs> And then this, his Indian girlfriend shot an arrow at the clown. And I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't even know a world like this existed. So I have to say my favorite. It, it, oh, by the way, you just drank. Yeah. There wasn't like, well, if I have half of this mad dog. Right. I could save the rest of the mad dog for tomorrow. No. The math was just like, oh, man. Like, let's just see how hammered we can get.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I, underage drinking. Uh, I want to I give some shouts out to my favorite people to underage drink with. Uh, The entire Doucette family. Um, Jesus, we've had some good ones. Brady Fetch, Jeremy Stemmel, senior year of high school. Unbelievable. Stan, Drew, and Jake, unbelievable underage drinking partners. Um, Can't believe we didn't die. Uh, Jillian once fell off my roof. Uh, Stan fell down my entire basement steps, which were just made of, like, the worst wood. Uh, Yeah, underage drinking.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. It's an interesting pick in this. As we said, it was going to be pretty open on these. Reasons to drink being underage is a strong strong reason
0: <laughs> it's the best it was the best and being drunk going to school and like no care you I didn't give a shit in high school hey I won't I don't care what anybody thinks I got a 2.9 GPA graduated <laughs> with honors in college so in high school I didn't give a shit I was like I'm just gonna hang out and have a great time nice that was a, that
1: 2.9 I almost got a three solid almost. pick couldn't come up with it not on my list didn't Ooh. didn't put time periods on my list like that. So,
0: but but you respect what
1: I'm Absolutely, saying. Absolutely love it. Think it's a great pick. Love it. What's Absolutely. your favorite underage drinking story that you have? Mine. I mean, it, it kind of. We told it once before. I think. The, oh, when uh,
0: you were going through the golf course. Yeah. In the Jeep? yeah.
1: When I had I had probably a thousand dollars worth of the I had the entire senior class at Wellington's liquor supply for that evening in my car. Uh, that was fun. Uh, we had another couple good ones, but that that one takes the list tops for me. All right, you're uh, up. All right, so mine is, um, and, and again, it's so general, but my my second favorite reason to drink is vacation drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh, always been good, especially, I mean, Vegas trips, like you go to Vegas, of course you're going to drink, right? The greatest places in the world to drink, it's big sporting events, you're on vacation, you're having a good time. But I'm talking more specifically like, when we do our family vacations and we're out at these beach houses and it's just you and 14 of your closest relatives. And you're just having sitting around drinking all day, having a good time, telling stupid stories. It's just a great time. So it's a great excuse to drink and it ranks as my number two reason. I'm thinking
0: of when I was on vacation in New York, I was, I drank like every moment. Like I didn't stop drinking. I was like vacation. Right. Like I got to Chili's bar. I'm, gonna have a drink get on the flight meet jillian we drank we went to a taco place had like five cocktails i'm like i love vacation jared just no shit's given no i vacation hands down should probably be number one if you really think of it right but yeah all right uh this is easy for me number two birthday yeah
1: i got that on the list good call
0: yeah a birthday is the is an old timer uh I can remember back to all my birthdays the like little fuzzy f- hilarious moments getting thrown out at, not getting thrown out a Clipper Stadium but I couldn't walk out of Clipper Stadium on my birthday during a double header where I just yelled at the pitcher on every single pitch and everybody was like afraid to throw me out I was so hammered um, my 21st birthday I mean that was I thought that Scarlet and Gray looked completely different when I walked in the next time I was like this is really what this place looked like like <laughs> two weeks ago so um, yeah I think birthday is untouchable I think that's it, later on in life, you, you do you drink less and less. But when you think of like the the period when you were just partying with your friends and it was your birthday, right? Some of the best times. Some of the best times.
1: Absolutely. Mine kind of goes into a timing thing. So yeah. birthday's a great one. Mine is just the weekend.
0: Oh damn it! I mean, I don't <laughs> even know if we can.
1: I think once you get older, like school, it's one thing, right? School, you go hey, and then but you're doing partying all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when you become a, a, a more responsible adult and you have a nine-to-five job, there's nothing that ever beat the beginning of the weekend. I know you're not a responsible adult. Who the
0: fuck, who the fuck has a nine-to-five? Jason, there's one guy in this conversation right now that's working the nine-to-five job.
1: Well, I'm sorry. What, I'm a little busy. When's the last
0: busy. time you worked? What's the last time you worked? I work
1: all the time. Oh, okay. Just, just not the way no, you I'm totally work.
0: kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding.
1: <laughs> but the weekend still... <laughs> And for us, like as I I was going to make this just happy hour, like Friday happy hour, when we started working with uh, my last real long job where I was there for 15, 16 years, we all cut out at 3.30 on Friday and we'd go and do happy hour together. That was the start of the weekend and it was just the greatest happy hours in the world. The Craig knows about it. We used to we used to do happy hour at his old Uh, Applebee's where he worked uh, prior to becoming a developer
0: wait hold up, Craig worked at Applebee's?
1: oh yeah, like half his friends hey
0: Craig, by the way, you owe me a phone call for like three days and the first thing we're going to talk about is your Applebee's stories that's for damn sure happening they have
1: some great ones, I think, if I'm not mistaken that's where he met Pam, his wife I don't Bullshit. know. They know they worked there together. I don't know if he met her there, so I, Pam, I will have to ask Craig. Applebee's? Oh yeah, the the Applebee's oh. on tangy.
0: Oh, you're kidding
1: me! No. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I'm just my mind's blown right now. Yeah. I love Pam and the Craig, and now I, I'm I can't wait to have these conversations with no, them. By the way, Applebee's biggest mistake: call their appetizers appetizers. Appetizers. Take it to the bank.
1: You got it. They would take be. The- yeah, they would still be surviving and dominating today if that was the case, but. Yeah. So that was, so that was our big thing was the happy hour. And so I don't know if I want to call my spot the weekend or the happy hour weekend, you know, cause it really was just anticipation choose. of the weekend.
0: See, I, this is why I say you got to choose. I love weekend drinking.
1: Huh.
0: I think you know this about me. Not much of a happy hour guy.
1: Okay. So I, I, I will do this for me. It was definitely the happy hour that started the weekend. So I'm going to choose that is the reason to drink the happy hour, specifically Friday happy hour
0: if you have the right crew, I like happy hour because of what I do for a living. I've never had a work environment where we all go out and drink together. Yeah. Because we, by, by the time the week's over, none of us want to be in bars. Oh, I mean, the salespeople don't want to be in bars. I'm right. I'm all in for it. Right. But so I've never had that. And every time I go to a happy hour, it's like with someone else and I go somewhere else. I'm like, I can't stand everybody here, but like the gallows trips for happy hour, are always good. But yeah, for the most part, liquor industry, we just want to get the hell out of the way when it comes to happy hours.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we had a great crew. I mean, if you look at the years that we threw together with Cachet and Craig, and then we brought in Harry, and then Jay, and then we moved it to Gallows because we, we started at Applebee's, then we went to that Nio bar, you know that bar yeah, that we went there, yeah.
0: Oh, the world's longest bar. The yeah. bar is fucking forever.
1: Yeah, we went there, and then we went to uh, Roosters down on Olin, you Handy. You did
0: fucking happy hours at Nioh's? That's yeah. fucking wild, oh, yeah. thing, dude.
1: And then it wasn't until then once Nick opened the bar, it was done. Every place is gone. It became a gallows only. So. Yeah. All right. So there we go.
0: So I'm on number three right now.
1: Yep. This is so easy for me.
0: Hangover. <laughs> you want to you want to cure a hangover? But, oh, you gotta drink some. Oh, you gotta drink some Gatorade or this ginger stuff or some water. No. Get a cold beer. Ride it out. What do you have to do? You're hungover. You're not gonna do shit anyway. And I can go run. Don't do anything else. Get you a beer to just get your body through a couple more hours. Then guess what you can do after that? Have more beer and just ride this thing out. The, pack, the fact that people wake up with a hangover and don't understand what's going on, don't get me wrong. I'll mix some water in because I'll have like a middle of And that practically is water. So I'm hydrating at the same time as rolling through this. Your body's crashing because you're not giving your body what it needs, alcohol. And that is fucking science i learned that in the boy scouts be prepared to drink more when you're hungover.
1: over is there a badge for that yes <laughs>
0: but i puked on it so.
1: <laughs> it was just a little badge of puke
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, what do you you, you got to agree with that yeah uh, no, it's over, good i actually have it on here. my list
1: Yeah, that's that's that weird thing when we were talking before because you were saying reasons to drink and I was thinking timing and events, but a hangover was on my list. It's absolutely one of the best beers you can have.
0: Do you remember uh, second, I think it was the second year in Nashville. Saturday was uh, St. Patrick's Day, or Friday was St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. We all went to the bar. You guys got me a Jameson. My hands were shaking.
1: That was the night because you had, didn't you have like five, five five-hour energies. The day no, before. that was
0: the morning where I thought – because the, the room was under your name, and you had to bring me something. So I took a black five-hour energy, the threw extreme. it away. Right. Yeah, and you left me one in the bathroom, and I was like, oh, I didn't take my five-hour energy. I crushed that. I am – I can't even explain to you how wired, hungover. Uh, my stomach was completely empty because we never ate. I, that might be when I told Mike to get – no, that was not the eight uh, reservation night. And I remember that Jameson shot when I took it, I was like, I am officially checking out. Like, I cannot drink anything else. Two seconds later, you're like, I'm thinking about it. I was like, just give me one. Like, whatever you said. I'm like, my hangover was cured. I was like, well, let's go. So sometimes you just, the, the body just needs that little
1: to get going, man. Just needs it. Absolutely. All so. right. So my four pick, huh? Uh, this is an older guy pick, right? So this is—I would have never said this in my 20s, but definitely in my 40s, I would say, a really good meal deserves a really no. good drink, right? Well, oh, that
0: is a good pick.
1: So if I'm—that's
0: uh, why I drank last night. I was at Condado's Tacos, and I'm like, I can't have Condado's without either a really good bourbon or a really high-end tequila in my mar- like a margarita. That is a great, great call.
1: Good. All right. Yeah. For I'm going to add that
0: to my excuses. I like that. I'm going <laughs> to add that to my excuses. Thank you.
1: Well, it's like <laughs> for me, a great steak, I have to have a great glass of red wine. Just have to. And I'm not, wine is not one of my pathways for drinking typically. I like wine because it goes great with meals. But in the same breath, if I know I'm about to have a great steak, I like a really good bourbon to begin with. <laughs> so I just love all those flavors. Or like you're saying, a great hot dog at the ballpark has to be followed by a great beer. But a really good meal in itself doesn't require getting drunk. It just requires the ability to have a great drink to complement what's going on with it.
0: And there's so many things to complement what you're like, what you're gonna have too. That's what makes makes drinking so great, and that or food pairings so great in that sense. Absolutely, that was Uh, a really good one. All right,
1: thanks. All
0: right, Uh, so I'm up. So I've done that. Okay, Uh, holiday. Yeah. Just a holiday because it's – I'm I'm leaving some things out of that. I'm just taking the structure of just the actual day. Um, I don't have much family, so I know on Thanksgiving and Christmas it's going to be me and my mom, and we're going to have some – we're going to have drinks. We're going to make some cocktails. There's going to be some Tito's and waters going on. I'm going to have some bourbons. We're going to have a great time. We usually go out and see a movie. We'll get drinks when we're there, smuggle some in. Don't tell AMC. Um, St. Patrick's Day, holiday, amazing. Halloween, I don't really go out as much on Halloween. But uh, still, amazing drinking times there. Mm -hmm. And the the number one, the number one all time, New Year's. Mm. I mean, New Year's, drinking yourself into the new year. You got plans for the whole what's going to happen in 2018. But that's just not going to happen. You're spilling on yourself. (laughs) Your ear is going to just complete mess. You're yelling. You probably missed the ball. I've never really seen the ball drop, I don't think. Just not my thing. It's just like fireworks. I don't really watch the fireworks. I like to hear them, but I don't like to see them. Yeah. So yeah. holidays for me.
1: Good call. Good call. got holiday down for you. So now we're down to our last pick. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I have some crazy ones. I'm going to go with getting... one. It's an event. It's always an excuse for me. Unique to me probably, but it's poker with the guys. Okay. Uh, when I have everybody over to play cards, I don't get okay. to do it now that I'm in Chicago that much anymore. But when I'm in Florida, I got an old group of guys that I do it with in Columbus. I had a great group of guys that we always played cards with. It went hand in hand. We had good food. We played cards and we had great beers and some, and occasionally great bourbons to go along with it. So that was always uh, a reason to drink was to sit down at the card table and have some fun. That's,
0: that's actually any, even if you, you could expand on it. Anytime you're playing cards with the dudes where it's like Euchre Yeah. Or anything, anything like, like that. that. It's like, you got there's it. so many, I, I still think one of the most amazing inventions ever is cards. Yeah. Cards is one of the great equalizers. Where if you're like, ah, this guy's, this person's kind of fishy. Like I want to know more about him, Play like three or four card games with them. You'll know everything you know about that person. Yep, absolutely. I truly believe I truly that. All right, my last one's easy. October.
1: October's favorite season of the truth. You tell everybody October.
0: It's so like, man, Jared's really got his stuff together. Next thing you know, it's Saturday. You're at threes, and I had three or four Miller Lights by myself, or Bud Lights by myself. To the point where the bartender walked up and he's like, "So, man, I'm like, where are you watching the game at?" And I was like, "I got no idea." And he's like, "Well, who are you waiting for?" And I was like, "Nobody. I'm just having some beers." And he was like, "So you don't have a tailgate?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got like four or five tailgates." And he's like, "You know these cost money, right?" And I was just <laughs> like,
1: "Oh,
0: oh my god, I am already like in a haze, and it's like one o'clock." Yeah. Um, and I, I love, I love knowing that everybody that listened was kind of like. Like I guess he could do it. It's like completely, pa- it's plausible. So I think October is one of the greatest reasons to drink, and I will have a beer after this to celebrate.
1: I would have liked to known that was going to be on the reasoning before I laid money on the fact that you could make it through October without drinking.
0: Should have talked off air with me. I'd have told you. Um, like I don't. No, I already ta- knew about the trip to Yellow Springs, too. So
1: yeah, and we qualified those. <laughs> yeah. So my, I- I, let me run down here, and then we'll go over what didn't make the list. How's that?
0: I'm running out my own. I'm not, you're not saying mine anymore. Okay. So we're going to do that. All right. So underage drinking, winter, <laughs> birthday, winter, hungover, winter, holiday, winter, October. That's, that's, that's going to kill you. That's where everybody's going to think I won.
1: You think so? I, I think sporting event tailgate. Everybody that listens to this podcast will agree with me on that one is an absolute reason to drink vacation. No one in their right mind would say that's not a great answer. Happy hour, strong, especially if you have any kind of work ethic. If you don't have a work ethic, that might beat you up. You might say, what is that? I don't understand it. A good meal, that's a more aged pick. But I think most people that like this podcast will understand how important that is. And I think that's a great pick. And poker with the guys is a little limiting. Uh, I think I... uh,
0: How about cards? How about cards with the guys? How
1: about cards? Just cards in general. I won't say with the guys because I've had some killer games of euchre with my wife and her sister and that kind of stuff and it's great to be yeah. drinking beers at that point too so that's that yeah. what didn't make my list and I'm glad it didn't but I still have it is funerals <laughs> <laughs> Are you <fucking> kidding me? <laughs> I have it <laughs> it is a great reason to drink trust me unfortunately I've attended a few and and that's the right way to go <laughs> and then and my I, other big, I've
0: only been at one funeral in my life and there was, there was no drinks going on there. Oh, so then, I would have been, that's way off the board for me.
1: And then my other one is recently has become, since I've moved to more a destination place, it's out-of-town visitors. Uh, every oh, time okay. I have an out-of-town visitor, it doesn't matter if they come on a Wednesday, if they come on a Friday, it doesn't matter. Anytime anyone from out-of-town where they come into Chicago or they come into Florida, it's always drinking. So that's another reason.
0: I only miss two uh, yeah. days off. We are just like, I'm taking yeah. a, a random day off. It's nice always call. fun. And uh, when work sucks, but that was like too negative because yeah. I never drink on a am Oh, no, 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 no. But I, I didn't want to put work sucks because like some days when you come home, you're like, man, I just want to drink. Yeah. But I don't like negative drinking. Yeah, so I think either. everything on here was positive. I think underage drinking is very positive <laughs> no. and hungover drinking is very positive as well. And Oxford, So Good.
1: I like this list. I, 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 was, I was a little skeptical. Like when you first sent the through. idea, I was with Mimi. And he looked at it, and he goes, that's great. You're talking about excuses for drinking. And I was like, well, reasons and excuses are different, right? Like, I don't want to have to be the guy saying, like you were saying, all my life sucks, I'm having a beer. I don't want to use that yes. list. I don't like that, because I don't that's, I don't drink that way at all. But no. I, I never have negative drinking, like you're saying. If I ever found myself in a negative drinking situation, I would hit it away. And, like, the, the funeral one, I want to say... I was gonna qualify it. It's not the negative part that you've lost somebody. It's the celebration that you had that person in your life. So I've had a few of those, which were unique to me as I got a little older doing that and finding that it is actually great to remember somebody by. You know, and you have a couple of drinks and you go. But anyways, so that's where I stand. So I, I really like this list. That was a great call, Jared. Yeah. So I'll post. Yeah, you can these give up. us some
0: feedback on Facebook, guys. Tell us what your list is, and uh, definitely let us know. Uh, who do you think had the best? I mean, we pretty much had the same, if you really think of it, because there's any good reason to drink. So. Any good reason, yeah. Uh, before we get to the net worth game. Okay. Jason, why do they make unfrosted Pop-Tarts?
1: I've always wondered that. Like, And I used to what buy them person? thinking that they were healthier. But then when you flip over and look at the nutritional contents, the frosted cinnamon Pop-Tarts yeah, have roughly it. the exact same amount of calories as the unfrosted. Like, what's pop the point tarts. like
0: uh, it's just uh, so the other day uh, on my way to do my job i was like oh shit pop tarts and i grabbed one mm-hmm. i opened it up it was unfrosted i threw it out of the car I, just threw all, <laughs> I threw it out of the car i'm like the birds can have that shit i'm not if there's not frosting on my by the way lots change in the pop tart world as far as amount of frosting on a pop tart yeah they've really cut back they yeah. got that thing going a little too fast in the conveyor belt hey pop tarts, slow it down a little bit There's so many different flavors too, but that's another story. Old man yelling at the clouds right now, but I just can't get a. There's no concept in the world of someone who's like, I really like brown sugar, but that frosting on is just, it's just too much. Like what, what, what is happening?
1: Hey Jared on a percentage and I'm going to take a guess right now. I've got a number locked in my head of you. How many of your pop tarts actually get popped? Do you actually put them in a toaster? Percentage wise,
0: in my life, yeah, one and a half percent. Okay, Good, good. How about this though? How many got microwaved? That would be like a solid like twenty two percent of
1: that. Mine would be zero. I've never microwaved one.
0: But you do it for like three seconds, like pow, pow, get them in and out.
1: I my toaster ones. I'm probably running it at about like twenty five percent have been in the toaster. Yeah, yeah. I, just don't I had have you time. under two percent. time. Yeah, yeah. I know because it it's be. A, a, Wait, was it me and you that figured out the numbers on the
0: toasters at the same time when we were like, oh, my God, I never knew that?
1: No, I explained it to you.
0: You were the one explaining to me. That was the time <laughs> yeah, instead of yeah. time. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was shocked. Ex- explain this to the listener. I bet there's one person who listens to me like, I never knew that.
1: It's the amount of time that you're going to have it on, which then goes to how dark the actual toast gets. It's I thought five
0: just meant like this is going to be dark. I didn't understand it was five minutes. I just I thought I was just like, yo, man, this shit might be and I remember just sitting there be like, How long does this shit take on five? Like yelling at my toaster. Like waiting for my bagel and I'm now, like, oh well, it took five minutes. Now we have Some to admit
1: on. that there's newer toasters out there that don't really I think they probably go by the darkness and not the timing. But the original it was a time thing on that thing. So yeah. Sounds pretty liberal to me. Um You talking of liberal. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> by the way, I'm not gonna take
0: um the guy being dudes away from pop tarts yet but that's an investigation why they I, make them without frost let me we gotta look into-
1: i'm gonna give some props to pop tarts because i didn't think i would but i really enjoy the peanut butter pop tart whoa i yeah. uh, see
0: i can't i can't you know how i am
1: i know i know i you have
0: know. I'm strawberry um brown sugar and i had s'mores once because i was at somebody's house and their kid had them and i was just like i'm stealing this
1: sugar. can i tell you my peanut butter pop tart story
0: yeah I'm, where am i gonna do it?
1: I uh, I guess it's like three years ago. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's like three years ago, I got called for jury duty. Okay. <laughs> and I got pulled into jury duty. So, you know, they say wear, you know, business type clothes, blah, 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 bring some stuff. So I wore a suit thinking that's, you know, I want to be respectable to the system. I never had jury duty before. Got all set up, yeah. got there, parked everything, uh, sitting in their large waiting room, three hours into it, go over to the snack machine, cinnamon pop tart cool. Put my money in pops out. Some pop part doesn't come out. It was a peanut butter pop tart. Mm-hmm. I'm having, you know, it's two pack, right? Yeah. Guy sitting next to me, wore his best business clothes, uh, which consisted of a, maybe an out of print, uh, Led Zeppelin t-shirt, uh, and jeans that like had, that. yeah, had jeans had that had no holes in them. They were really nice. Um, The young man, probably in his mid-twenties would be my guess, I'm sitting at a round table working on my computer doing some work. He joins me at the round table (laughs) um, and proceeds to take his shoes off and sits next to me and wants to engage in a conversation.
0: Okay. I don't see the problem here yet. Good reason to
1: drink. (laughs) Right. Great reason to drink. Unfortunately, couldn't drink. Got up, said, hey, can you just watch my computer for a second? I'm going to go grab something out of the machine. He said, sure. I kept an eye on it the entire time. Walked, got my pop tart, got a soda. Walked back to the machine. He said, "They're just chilling out. That's cool." Open up my pop tarts. The very first word as I opened up the pop tart, as I started to take it to my mouth, was, "He's like, you know, man, I haven't had breakfast yet." <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. I had uh, like a five, two ones, and like twenty, like 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 twenty twenties on me, right? So I didn't have any way to break anything more. So then I was down to it. Do I give him my other Pop-Tart or do I drink my soda? What do you think I did?
0: No way. You gave him a Pop-Tart.
1: Absolutely. Gave him the Pop-Tart. No way. So I've only had one peanut butter Pop-Tart in my life. And when I say one, I mean one single Pop-Tart because I gave the other one away.
0: Here's how I would have handled that. I would have ate the first Pop-Tart and been like, Mm -hmm. interesting. Then I would have offered him half of the next Pop-Tart, maybe. Maybe. But for the most part, I take a stand against people like that. I'm like, no, like I don't give a shit. Homeless people not getting my money. People are like, oh, you're not getting my shit. It's so a weird I, environment.
1: I was, I'd never been in a jury room before.
0: I'll mm. never do that stuff. I, absolutely not. No, thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's. I'm sorry. That just kind of struck me. Let's yeah. go on
0: with this. We are going to the net worth game. Uh, I'm just gonna say his name, Harvey Weinstein. He's been in the news lately. Um, we're guessing his net worth is going to peak right now and the lawsuits are going to come and he's going to lose a lot of his money. Jason, how much do you know of Harvey Weinstein?
1: I know that he started Miramax.
0: Yes, I knew that.
1: Do you know he named it after his parents? Mm, I don't, I can't Mira even and Max. His mother's name was Mira, And oh. his dad's name was Max he named it Miramax. Okay. I know I've seen the Miramax symbol in some of my favorite films. Yeah Right So like All Pulp Tarantino fiction. Every yeah, single Tarantino Right Right. You got it So all of those
0: I'm fairly sold.
1: certain He, he sold, sold to Disney job.
0: Yes Disney bought Miramax And he started the Weinstein Group Film Right Group Right
1: Yeah So I, I I'm Am I writing this down And we showing them? Is that how we're doing this again
0: No we'll just I'm gonna write our number down Okay
1: I gotta write my number down Uh, I'm Lacking I'm just gonna type it So that I can have it up here.
0: I'm so, uh, uh, Jason. You're going to agree with me. We have no clue. Like, I, I, this is a guy I'm just finding out about. I don't know how film works. I don't know how much anything sells for. I don't know what he owns rights to. Right. Like, uh, I, this is going to be so dumb. So, uh,
1: for me, my number
0: is just five hundred million dollars.
1: Okay, good number.
0: He just it just just—I'm going to go in between a billion. He seems like a guy who's probably just sitting. I'm probably going to be way off. But if you're jizzing into potted plants, you gotta have a half a billion. That's just math.
1: Yeah, I think when you're hanging out when people are starting to question your relationship with the Clintons in this fact, that the Clintons don't hang out with people that don't have at least five hundred million. Yeah. That's yeah. my guess. So I was and north of, at of Yeah, I was everybody's north at five hundred million, right? Woo. I was six hundred and seventy five million
0: and go for the 69
1: no i thought i'd do that but then i was waiting for you to do the one (laughs) dollar interesting so you want to look it up yeah i'll look it up here real quick so um i can't believe this man
0: jizzed into a potted plant though that is a pow like i know there's stuff in power that we'll never understand that is a crazy move what did that plant do to you man
1: let's see So which word, oh, come on. so if I use, net celebrity net worth is the best one. If oh. I just Google,
0: I just Google his name and put net worth, and it I'm going to do celebrity like net worth. Oh, come on, no whammies here. By the way, this dude is screwed. What an idiot! Oh yeah, he's disgusting, man. This dude's just disgusting. I don't think that all the stuff's come out yet. I mean, I think a lot more stuff is going to
1: roll roll out. Terrible. Well, here is the very top listing is under time.com dot com Money. I'm just trying to figure out when the two days ago this article came yes. out. Yes, and it's been estimated that his net worth is between 240 and 300 million. See,
0: I was going to say two. I was going to land on 250. I yeah. feel so like an idiot. But you just don't know how much like Disney you gives you for like Miriam. Well math. Well, no idea.
1: What got me was like all the Tarantino projects. How much money does, is he making? Five million a year off of those, you know, and those have now been what twenty five years of those, yeah, you know. So, uh, okay, so we were both over. Son of a bitch. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. I guess the
0: the listeners win because they know we're morons. We can't guess
1: net worth at all. So you know we what should we should do?
0: Both, we should both just guess one dollar every single time. And
1: two years from now, we should do his net worth again to see if he's even got half of it left.
0: I'd say he, you know, I think he will. I bet a lot's protected.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, no,
0: his wife's going to take half of it.
1: She already left.
0: Yeah, so he'll be down to 150. You got to think he's going to lose 75 million in lawsuits?
1: Well, he might have. When did he get married? Because he might have a prenup. He's going to die. He'll die. No. You think he takes his own life?
0: No, I just think something happens and he passes away. The grief and all the stress from this. Ooh, conspiracy. Jared says he, he never sees a day of any of this. He just passes away. He, you, you hear there was like suicide watch on him, right?
1: Yeah, I could imagine. I yeah. can imagine.
0: What, huh. what a weird man. Fucking what that. My neighbor and me have been talking about Scientology a lot lately, and it's like that whole that whole world in, out there in L.A. is just so weird, man. Just so fucking weird. Like she wants us to. She wants me to go with her to the Scientology office.
1: Is she a Scientologist?
0: No, she just started, she read a book And then I had her listen to the Leah uh, Remini Yeah,
1: Yeah,
0: Remini podcast And then the one where his father was on with Joe Rogan Have her watch Going Clear Oh, she watched it Okay, And she's like, uh, everything I give her I'm like, here's why we shouldn't do it She's like, I want to go even worse now
1: She just wants to know more about it
0: it. Yeah, but she wants to talk to someone who is a Scientologist She's like, I just want to have a conversation with them To see how they are like how they are in person. And I'm like, they're fucking crazy. That's how they are. Yeah. Like you can't, they're not, they need, they're people who need structure to a degree. That's like alarming. It's like a dog actually likes to be in a kennel because a dog likes structure. Right. And that's a very odd thing for human beings to think because we're all about freedom. Well, there's certain people in this life that just don't know how to be like, but their minds free. So it's easy just to just be like, yeah, this is what I believe. And those people are just so sucked in. They can't, you can't have a conversation with them. Mm. Like it's they're. They're going to automatically shut down anything you start to... If you start to ask them, be like, well, why do you think this? They're, you're not going to get back and forth.
1: Yeah. And I I, I'm not I, going I, I bet but, that they've been around so many people that want to have those conversations with them. They probably have a spiel already about that.
0: Oh, 100%. This. Yeah. I so. bet they tell them. I bet they tell them exactly what to say. Right.
1: Absolutely. So...
0: <laughs> All well, right, Jared. It's been good.
1: It. It's been a while since we've been able to do yeah. this. So, um, hopefully... As we were talking earlier, we'll get one in next week, uh, and then let's hope that I don't see you for the Penn State game. Uh, Cubs. But if we do, we're going to have one heck of a podcast in Columbus. Uh, but if not, we'll have a great podcast from the World Series.
0: Got to get that. I got to get my second ring.
1: Yep, got to get that second ring. All right, buddy. Good nice talking one. with you.
0: All right, talk to you later. Enjoy. Go Bucks.
1: Go Bucks. See it.
0: Follow us on Twitter at TwoGuysBeingDudes, at JVCam, I, I, I and at J Frost. Follow on Instagram at TwoGuysBeingDudes. Visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TwoGuysBeingDudes, and on the web at www.TwoGuysBeingDudes.com.